Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hi, everyone. Today's episode is about pod fade, how to avoid burnout with your podcast, set yourself up for success, batch your episodes, and possibly incorporate seasons into your show. Here we go. Welcome to Podcasting Smarter. My name is Norma Jean Belenke, and I'm the head of events here at Podbean. And today we're joined by podcast specialist, Ronnie Gosh. Hi, Ronnie. Hi, Norma Jean. How are you? Good. We're pretty excited about today's episode because we're talking about a a topic that affects so many podcasters, pod fade. And Ronnie, why don't you tell us a little bit about what pod fade is, and then we'll get into what causes it and how to prevent it. And for all of our podcasters out there, how to set yourself up for success. Absolutely. So pod fade is one of those terms that's been around the podcasting sphere for quite a while. Uh, You'll always hear people talk about it at conferences or big name podcasters that say, oh, whatever you do, don't fall victim to pod fade. And uh, the thing is that people generally would say like, oh, it hits after about five or 10 episodes because it is a specific type of burnout that's associated with podcasting, where you get to a point where you realize that taking on the work of pod- of running your podcast, you know, recording, editing, all of uh, the kit and caboodle there is a bit more than you can handle and you eventually just drop off your podcast. Um, however, Podfade can strike any type of podcaster at any time, whether you're a veteran podcaster, a newbie podcaster. Um, and generally, you know, if you think you're experiencing Podfade, it comes because, you know, maybe you're not feeling the spark for your podcast anymore. Uh, maybe there's external factors like mental health or family issues. But for whatever reason, you kind of just stop feeling that oomph to run your podcast and you kind of let it drop off. Yeah, absolutely. And I think burnout is has been a really big theme over the past, I don't know, 18 months, <laughs> almost two years <laughs> for a lot of people. Um, if you're listening to this episode, we're recording in January of 2022. So it's really something where, you know, over the course of the pandemic, burnout has affected a lot of people. But specifically for podcasting, a lot of podcasters come out of the gate really strong. They're like, okay, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm going to do all the things. And I think that may not be maybe the most sustainable strategy. Is that accurate? Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with enthusiasm. You really, we love podcasters that are enthusiastic about their topic, about the medium itself, because podcasting really is a great medium to kind of get into nowadays. However, when it comes to setting yourself up for success and to set yourself up for a podcasting path that avoids pod fade, you kind of have to take things a little bit slower than you think you might need to. So for example, when you're planning out your episodes, maybe don't start with one hour episodes every single week. Maybe start off with 10 or 15 minute episodes every single week or 30 minute episodes every other week. And as you grow your podcast, you can kind of link Lengthen your podcast episodes. You can try to publish more every single month. Kind of expand your uh, expand your podcast as you expand your experience podcasting. Absolutely, and I think there's a lot of what you said right there. But I think not doing too much can look like how long your episodes are, 
how frequent your episodes are, also how you promote your episodes. We've had a lot of podcasters come on our live events and on the podcast here really talking about doing what is sustainable. So if that's social media and you're looking at you know how many platforms, right? Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, you know, all over the place, it's best to pick one, you know, or or two or three, but know that you can commit to every week building that audience and showing people um, all about your new episodes when they come out. So it's really about that sustainability factor as well, because there's so many podcasters that come out of the gate and we want to encourage more podcasting. We're here for podcasting. We're here for all the shows all the time. Uh, And it's something where we want to see shows really grow and mature. And it can be really overwhelming, I think, for a lot of a lot of podcasters when you reach certain milestones or when that initial enthusiasm starts to starts to fade. It's also something where I think when we're talking about the number of episodes, Ronnie, there's a few milestones that podcasters seem to hit, you know, kind of a, a little bit of a brick wall. What are some of those milestones in terms of episode numbers, how long people have been podcasting and how to avoid those pitfalls? Absolutely. So generally, uh, like we said earlier, people say that, you know, pod fade can set in after about 10 episodes, because at that point, after doing it for, you know, about two or three months, you kind of realize like, wow, that's a lot of work that I'm putting into this because podcasting isn't always just like I hit record, I hit stop record, I publish it to my host and I get famous. There's, you know, planning your episodes, there's the recording, which can take a lot longer than you can imagine throwback to all of the podcast episodes I would record that would end up being 15 minutes long with an hour long recording time because (laughs) I'd always have to go back and re-say something or restart something. So I totally feel you guys there. Uh, There's editing. There's, you know, the actual time it takes to publish your episode because you have to write the title. You have to write the episode description. You have to fill out all this information to make sure that your podcast, uh, you know, is getting out there the way you want it to get out there. And then you have to do the hard part, which is promoting your podcast. So after a couple months of doing that, you kind of start to, you know, flag a little and go, oh, wow, there's really a lot going on. So to kind of avoid that a bit, like we said earlier, you do want to take things into moderation uh, when it comes to creating your episodes, space them out a bit. And then as you grow, you can always increase how many episodes you put out per month. Uh, When it comes to picking what social medias you want to, you know, put yourself out on, start off with one or two, Uh, you know, pick the ones that you know the best that you kind of have the the most experience with. For example, if you've never been on TikTok before, don't say I'm going to start a podcast and I immediately have to be on TikTok because that's what everybody's doing. Because if you don't know how to use it, you're going to do more harm than good. And you're also going to get lost because TikTok can be really confusing. Right. In addition to launching a podcast, you're learning a whole other platform and medium. Absolutely. Right. It's something where it can be very overwhelming. So it's, it's important to do what is possible for you and your personal bandwidth. We have a member of our team here who loves that phrase and it is applicable in so many ways. Personal bandwidth is a huge one. There's also a lot of, I mean, in terms of pacing yourself, it's super important. There's also a lot of opportunity to delegate, right? Speak a little bit about that and how podcasters can solicit support. Absolutely. So no matter how you 
podcast, whether you start off podcasting just by yourself or if you have a buddy that you want to podcast with or you're already starting off with a pre-made team, don't be afraid to delegate and make sure everybody's doing their part. And even if you are a solo podcaster, there are still ways that you can delegate some stuff out. For example, there are plenty of uh, different auto-posting softwares to help with social media like TweetDeck or HootSuite so you can schedule some stuff out for the uh, you know for the week or for the month. Uh, your host should be able to let you schedule po- uh, schedule your podcast episodes out and they also also should be let allowing you to link your uh, podcast to your social media. So then when you publish an episode, notifications get sent out to, you know, all of your platforms to let people know about new episodes. Uh, Podbean does this. I can't speak for other podcast hosts, but that is something to look for in a podcast host. And I think, sorry, just to, just to reiterate here, batching is huge, right? If you're going to create one episode, if you can do two or three at the same time, maybe four, over the course of two days, that's a month's worth of content if you have a weekly episode, right? So it's something where it's really important to understand that, you know, if you, if you're somebody that has those, um, surges of energy and you can really hustle and push through a project for a short period of time, batching things makes things incredibly easy, right? You can schedule your episodes in advance and, with Podbean, you're right. We can schedule our episodes and it'll immediately do social notifications. And there's a lot of integrations there that really help as well. Batching, uh, if you can, you know, uh, make the time for it is definitely going to be super helpful to you because you can really get multiple episodes done. You can get them scheduled out. So, you know, for a fact that, you know, the next three weeks, the next four weeks, you kind of have that covered, which gives you a chance to kind of recuperate, you know, rest your voice a bit because you are going to be using it a lot when you are, you know, creating your podcast. So you want to make sure that you're taking care of it. Um, It also gives you a chance to do any research for your next episodes. Uh, It lets you engage in any other hobbies that you may have. It lets you just take more control over your personal time instead of saying, okay, every single week I have to sit down at my desk for two hours to handle this or or anything like that. Absolutely. And Ronnie, I've also heard you speak about having evergreen content at the ready. And before we jump into that, because it's a super great point, uh, I really also want to talk about what is evergreen content. Absolutely, yeah. So evergreen content is going to be content that is going to be applicable at any time that it's engaged with or listened to. So, for example, if you're doing a book review, it might be timely at the time when you first publish it because you want to time it uh, when the book is being published as well. However, that review is still going to be evergreen because it is still something that people can turn to as a resource if they've never, you know, read the book before or watched the show before or anything like that. You know, inversely, you're going to have things that are about, uh, you know, current events, things like the news, where if you really aren't watching it as it's happening, you might get behind on something or you kind of uh, miss the point of it being published and that it's supposed to inform you about something that's currently happening. So no matter what kind of podcast you run, you should absolutely have some evergreen content either, you know, within what you're batch recording or just on standby. So you can publish it when you have an off week, if there's a holiday that pops up, uh, if there's a family get together that you don't want to miss, you can have this on standby to publish. So it's already ready to go and you don't have to worry about, oh, is Uh, this timely? Are people going to engage with it? Because it is evergreen. It's something that anybody can engage with at any time. So you're not missing out on anything by recording it beforehand or having it on standby for a month or two. 
Absolutely. And I think that's super important. I've heard a lot of podcasters talk about having a couple of those episodes that they know are going to be relevant at any time. So it's something where if something does come up scheduling wise, or if a guest cancels, they're able to fulfill that slot within their schedule and, you know, move forward with their podcast and the audience doesn't know. It's great because that content is always going to be relevant. And also for podcasters out there, there's so much evergreen content. If you've ever, you know, just totally geeked out on a podcast and scrolled into their entire back catalog and loved all those episodes from, you know, months and years ago, that's evergreen content. So it's a super important aspect of podcasting and really helps prevent pod fade as well. Ronnie, before we go, I also want to talk about if, you know, you've done the batching, you've, you know, really set yourself up for success, but you maybe want to take a break. You're entering a period in your life where you just don't have the personal bandwidth to produce your podcast for a period of time. Let's talk a little bit about hiatuses. Ah, yes, the hiatus. We've all been there. We've all hit that moment. And before we get into it, just remember that no matter how you choose to go on a hiatus, no matter, you know, how long you are taking your break, no matter if it's because of, you know, oh, hey, it's for my health. It's because I hit pod fade. It's because I'm going on a vacation, anything like that. This does not make you a bad podcaster and this does not make you a bad person. No, not at all. It's it's definitely something where it's so easy to blame ourselves, you know, or to feel like a failure if we don't fulfill unrealistic goals we set for ourselves with podcasting. So that's definitely something that's important. Um, And and with a hiatus, what are some things that, that podcasters can do to build that into their show on the front end when they're designing their show or when they're strategizing about when they want to take time off? The the number one way to kind of build in breaks for yourself is to create your show in seasons. So there is always this big push to publish an episode every single week, every other week, every single, I know podcasters that publish episodes every single day, more power to them. They have limitless strength and I envy that for them. I could never do it. But when you are creating your podcast, when you're planning out your episodes, when you're planning out what topics you want to cover, break everything into seasons. Give yourself, you know, maybe uh, three weeks, give yourself a month where you don't publish anything. And you say that when you create your content, you say, "Okay, guys, this is my first season. It's going to last 12 episodes. Uh, And then there's going to be a season break for two, four weeks, however long you think you need to take a break for. So you can kind of recuperate, take a break worry about uh, other things in your life and not have to, you know, fret over your podcast while you're doing so. And then say, okay, after that, you know, amount of time, I'm going to come back with my season two premiere. Breaking everything into seasons gives you a built-in break. So you're not working yourself, you know, absolutely ragged trying to get something out 52 weeks out of the year. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it's helpful to give listeners a little bit of, of a heads up or to get them excited about when you're going to come back. I mean, we've all listened to podcasts that kind of drop off and you're like, Oh, I wish I knew when they were going to come back. And we've also all listened to podcasts that are like, Hey guys, we're going to go on our annual season break, or this is this year's season. Thanks so much for joining us. We're so excited for what we've got in store for you next year. We've already started working on it. And I also think it, it gets people excited about what's to come. And also it really honors your production process because podcasting is a really open medium, right? You can start a podcast for free on Podbean in literally 90 seconds from your phone, 
Or, you know, you can go into a full audio documentary style and go out into the field with mics and sound design and, you know, scripted fiction podcast. Like there's so much creativity out there. But I think in terms of the production value, it's so important to really honor your production value. And if you need that time, tell people because it, it also helps them understand what it takes to create your podcast. And it does foster more of a relationship with your listeners. Um, one of my very favorite fiction podcasts, they would they operated in seasons, uh, and they would say, "Okay, guys, we're taking our season break because it's time for us to go to our cabin for a week so we can plan out the next season and know where we're going." And so it was always that fun thing, like, "Oh, what are they doing at the cabin? When are they coming back?" And then they would come back and give you some random anecdotes about the the storytelling cabin before they go, okay, guys, here's when the next season's going to hit because we did all of our planning and all of our, uh, you know, uh, paperwork stuff while working at the cabin. And now we're getting everything together so we can start recording. So it was always a great way to uh, engage more with the, with the podcasting team. You're like, oh yeah, they're cool people because that's how they do their storytelling. So Right. And I think it adds a little bit of rapport and really builds that relationship with your audience, like you were mentioning. Oh, well, these are a lot of great tips. So for everybody who is listening today here on Podcasting Smarter, um, you can also check out an article on our blog on Podfade written by Ronnie Gosh. So check that out on the blog at Podbean, which is blog.podbean.com. And for everybody out there who has a question and is hosted with Podbean and maybe wants to pitch us an episode, hit us up at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks for joining us and happy podcasting.